0: To Evan Christian Voices. This is Tom Logg I'm broadcasting live from my home in North Situa, Rhode Island, and I am introducing a new series that I'm calling Between the Times. And it's a broadcast that's aimed at dealing with some of the difficult uh, ethical and social political discussions that. Uh, that we see going on in our country and across this world. Um, Part of just kind of my own background, personal interest in this, I've been studying ethics uh, at a graduate level at Goran Kamal Theological Seminary. I just actually finished up my theological studies there this semester, but I'm going to be continuing to study in the MA in Ethics and Society program. Uh, that certainly doesn't make me an expert in these m- matters, but it makes me a student most definitely. And what's kind of been interesting to me uh, a couple of semesters ago, I got to spend some time at Boston College and I took a course called Mercy and Justice. And of course, because Boston College is a Catholic university, uh, they approach things from the Catholic perspective and so during that class I was introduced to the Catholic social ethic tradition and it kind of struck me as interesting that they have a social ethics and you don't really see that quite as often a distinct social ethic approach um, you don't see that quite as often among many Protestant traditions and you don't see it in um, having Christian denomination. But I think that we really do have something very valuable to offer to um, the discussion of ethics and society and politics um, because of our distinct views on eschatology, where it's kind of at the forefront of our minds. And thus, this kind of gets at the name of this series called Between the Times. And what it, what's basically getting at is that it's, it's the recognition that we are living after the times, after the time of Christ's resurrection and ascension. And we're living before the time of Christ's return and the introduction of the kingdom of God here on earth. And living in that tension between those two moments as the church has real implications for how we deal with issues of ethics and society and politics today. And building that sort of awareness that right now, this very moment, the kingdom is not come, but is coming and keeping our eye towards that and focused on that instead of our most immediate circumstances and thinking of a specific instance that we've kind of seen you know, around in the news, Twitter feeds lately is just this whole issue that we've seen over in England with the case of Alfie Evans this young boy is actually around the same age as my son James about 2 2 years old um who has basically been left for dead uh, by the gov- by the government they've decided that he should die and i was talking about this with my wife and i was saying that i think that is really kind of sy- symptomatic of this, this idea that in the the minds of many of those in government that they are in fact God, that they have the right to determine when someone should live and when someone should die. And of course, it's not the case with all politicians or all governments. Um, But there is this sense among those I think in government that they are the highest Authority and if they are the highest authority, then they do indeed Would they would be able to define when someone should live and when someone should die once they've kind of um, Expired so to speak their use for society. It's a very utilitarian uh, approach to looking at the world and But as I was thinking about this and thinking about, you know, how governments can kind of take on this God complex and where we see this sort of overreach where they're invading the lives of families and telling them what they should do, how they should care for their children. I was realizing ironically that in some ways, those who resist this notion that government is the highest authority, we can sometimes feed into it by the anxiety that we have when we see these sorts of things happening so that we get very tied up into Political outcome. So, when and I think we we've seen this with um, with their past election, the 2016 election, where there was obviously a lot of anxiety going on in this country. And the irony is, is that as soon as we start at least putting on a, on a display that seems to make it appear that our ultimate hope. Is dependent upon this political moment then it really invests more power to those governmental entities it Invests more power into into the hands of politicians so that this god complex ironically when we get so anxious about it and we see these terrible things happening when we get so anxious about it we ironically feed into that very complex that has kind of put them into the position that they are, where uh, they feel like they have the prerogative to make these sorts of decisions. And I think it's, it's 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 at this point that it's very useful to have the Advent Christian perspective on hand because all other you know most most other Christians, especially evangelical Christians, they have an understanding that you know, Christ is going to return. We're awaiting that kingdom. But Advent Christians have that at the forefront of their mind. And I think when we look at our, you know, what is our mission today? What is part of our role here today as Advent Christians? I think it is to be that reminder to people to say that our fate is not, is not locked up in in Congress or in any government, um, in any politician our fate our future is in the hands of god and we live into the promise that christ is returning that there's going to be a new heavens and a new earth and we don't have to worry about our ultimate end in that sort of way that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be concerned about what's going on, and that's kind of the whole point of this series: is discussing, you know, how can the Advent Christian perspective inform um, how we live today in between the times? Um, but we m- must always remember where our ultimate fate lies, where our ultimate hope lies. That our hope is in the one who is the one true Messiah, the one who is the one true Savior, the one who is the one true King who is alive and who is coming again. And it's so important that we remember this even as we live between the times.